Feel like the everyday chaos is getting to be too much? Head on over to winninggym.com slash BAP and we can help you there. Join our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator program for quick wins for your gym. Check it out. You deserve it. Now back to the show. You are listening to the Built to Grow podcast, delivering the knowledge in all things fitness business. We help gym owners win. Here are your hosts, Tim Lyons and Randy Exton. All right, welcome back to the Built to Grow podcast. I'm your host, Tim Lyons, in the studio, joined by Randy Angston. Good day, my friend. Good day. <laughs> Real quick announcement, everybody. Winninggym.com slash grow. You're going to want to check out our coaching program. We just uh, brought, what did we bring on? Three more clients this mm-hmm. week. Um, these are gym owners looking to, to generate uh, or grow their business in a systematic way. Uh, get, get out of the day-to-day grind have very, very uh, clear definition of success, what success looks like, very clear on their business, not having to put out fires every day. Uh, systematic business. Yeah, right? no, just removing the guesswork is the biggest <clears throat> thing. This is our coaching program. It's uh, it's our business accelerator. Um, and we, we love what we do. We have coaching calls every week. You start off with a decade in a day call. Just like I said, <clears throat> just in some of these topics uh, yep. based, based on some of these calls that we've had with gyms um, and, and just kind of breaking down what we talk about, why why they're here, what you know, what they need to know. So if you want, uh, if you need help with coaching, we'd love to have you have a conversation. Winninggym.com/slash/grow. All right. So this episode today uh, came up uh, with a conversation. Like I said, uh, you know, some of our coaching calls that we have, and you know, Randy, you take all the sales calls mm-hmm. and they all come to you. And, you know, I guess it's a surprise to some people. They're actually talking to you. <laughs> you like, right. Oh, it's you, Randy. Yeah. But uh, Randy takes all our coaching calls and he's like, Hey, you know what? I've, I've really determined mm-hmm. really clearly um, the who's successful and who struggles because of, of, you know, them not knowing the numbers they should know. Correct. So, so yeah. It's in, in it, you know, to no detriment to their own. I mean, obviously you need to take responsibility. This is yours to know, but you know, there is that old saying, you don't know what you don't know. And so now that you're in that seat and you, if you haven't, uh, you know, learned these things yet, this is your responsibility. Now your job is this because, uh, the differentiator between the hobbyists and those, those gym owners that are getting where they want to go, this is the stuff above everything else. This is the stuff that's going to drive that business there. Okay. So in this episode, we're going to break down some of the numbers that you should be uh, able to find. I don't think you need to necessarily know these uh, by heart. You should be able to at least have them on a dashboard or easily uh, findable in something that you look at often because mm-hmm. this is the health. This is like the, uh, I don't know, the statistics of your business that will tell you if you're healthy or not. Yeah, so, it's like, a, it's like a, a business checkup. You know what I mean? You're running through making sure that everything is as it's supposed to be. And this is the health of the business in the snapshot. Right. Okay. So before we get too deep into this, uh, everybody should have professional bookkeeping being done. And, you know, if you don't have that happening, if you're doing it yourself, 
Um, maybe you're a bookkeeper already in your past life, so this isn't a big deal, but I would highly suggest outsourcing this. This isn't something that that you should be doing. I don't think as a, as a high-performing gym owner is doing the bookkeeping. Um, and all bookkeeping is, is we're plugging in the, uh, the numbers that come in through the bank uh, to the accounts, right? And that's it. And then you're going to get a P&L. So when you look at a P&L, a profit and loss statement in the fitness business, it's always a snapshot of what happened in the past, right? This isn't forward looking. This is a, just a, you know, like, here's a result. Here's your report card of yeah. last month or the month prior, the quarter prior. Um, and so some of the numbers we're going to be talking about in the past and some are in the future. But the first one on the list here is gross revenue. Okay. Gross revenue is all the revenue generated in a given month, mm -hmm. or if we're looking at this or in a quarter or whatever, whatever. we'll just say month. Um, you should know what that number is. The, this number is inclusive of all sales. It's inclusive of memberships, supplements, uh, low barrier offer programs, trials, uh, apparel, whatever it is mm -hmm. that you're selling. You've collected this revenue. This would be like deposits. Now, this we're going to, I guess, right away, we're getting into what if. Um, some, I guess, membership management platforms give you the full deposit and then they back out your, I guess, credit card fees after the fact. Some take it out first and give you that as the net, right? So you have to know what's happening in your business because um, you you may be grossing more than you think uh, because they are taking it out, all the fees out before they deposit it in sure. your account. Some give you the full deposit and then three or four days after that, or at the end of the month, they take out a couple grand or whatever it is for their fees. So we, we, at our, our gym, uh, at, um, at pulse, uh, we use mind body. And mm -hmm. so we get the full deposit and then later in the month they deduct later. And we have a line item for, I guess, mind body fees, credit card fees, processing fees are all uh, kind of secondary after that. So gross revenue is all the money that you've collected uh, at a gross level. Net profit is after all of your expenses are, are taken out, what are you left with? Okay, so you need to know your gross revenue. You need to know your net profit. Okay, uh, and then percentage net profit. So percentage is of gross revenue. How much of that is profit? So let's just say round numbers. You made one hundred thousand dollars this month, and you have twenty thousand dollars left at the end in net profit. You have twenty percent net profit. That's that's the percentage of net profit over gross revenue. Okay. Yeah. Um, if you don't know what those numbers are, this is where you would start. Like you don't know. The health of your business if you don't know what's coming in what's going out yeah exactly okay. within those two numbers gross revenue and net profit there's all these expenses including salary mortgage rent uh, marketing electricity utilities all of the things that take to operate a business those are called base operating expenses as a whole what are your base operating expenses per month to run the business what are all the expenses that go out of the account so we have gross revenue base operating expenses, you're left with net profit. Okay. All right. So everybody following yeah, along? Yeah, still there. Yeah. yeah. All right. The next number uh, we feel like that you should know is your client lifetime value. Okay. This is one that most gyms don't know. Yeah. Okay. Especially if you've only been in business a year, um, you're probably not going to get a real good number until you're, you've been in a couple of years. So you can kind of see how long do clients stay with you? How much on average do they spend each month? And then you just do some simple math and say, hey, on average, my clients pay $300 a month and they stay 20 months in my whatever, client lifetime client value, 6,000, sure. right? 6,000 bucks. 
All right. So it's good to know what that number is. Now, with with that real quick, with the because this is one that gets gym owners every time I talk to them. I get a number of num variations of numbers. I get a, an array of numbers for the average. I mean, the, your lifetime value should be one hard number. It should. It, it should be. It's an average. Right? Um, it's an average. Exactly. Now, if you break it out and you know the value of a client in a certain deliverable versus others, that's okay too. Um, I like that mentality or like that thought process because it shows you what, you know, what service is more valuable to the business in the end. Um, those give you clarity and decision-making as well. Uh, but don't, you have to have an answer guys. You can't just not come up with something or assume because the rest of your, the rest of the decision-making is going to be based around this number. Sure. Your cost for acquisition and what we're going to go market to and what it's going to take to, to earn a client is all dependent upon what that client is worth to your business. If you don't know that number, 100% of your marketing and everything else is guesswork. Get right. clear on this. Yeah, very, and, very good. I mean, it, this is the one I want to drive home so hard because it, it's, this is the math that matters when it comes to growing the business. This is the, the multiplication of capital. This is, the, uh, this is your ability to play the game. If you're not clear on this, you're gambling. Let's remove the guesswork and let's start making decisions that benefit the business. Hey guys, as you know, at Built to Grow, we're all about systems and scalability. And that's why I want to tell you about one of our sponsors, Semi-Private Pro. Several years ago, I was in our gym looking around and I noticed our coaches were staring at their clipboards, struggling to stay one step ahead of the clients. And I thought, gosh, there has to be a better way. So I tasked Zach, our fitness director, and I said, dude, we got to find a software that would enhance our clients' training experience and increase our coaches' levels of engagement. See, we're all about client experience here. After countless demos, we realized there was literally nothing designed for our training model. So we set on a mission and I said, look, we got to create an app that is designed specifically for semi-private training. And I can tell you guys this firsthand, this is taking our training to new heights and I'm confident it can do the same thing for you. See, with Semi-Private Pro, you can streamline your training system, enhance client engagement and scale like never before without spending hours on programming. To learn more about how you can get started with Semi-Private Pro, head on over to special link here, semiprivatepro.com slash BTG, that's built to grow. So just head on over real quick to semiprivatepro.com slash BTG to check out a demo for yourself. You know, you went back to saying, hey, what's a what's a client worth at this service level? I think that's probably more important than all of this, because when you realize your team training members mm -hmm. aren't paying you a whole lot and they kind of leave in nine months and then your semi-private training clients are paying $400 a month and they stay three years, it's going to make you real clear on, hey, a team training client, a boot camp, whatever group class training client, a large group is not really worth a whole lot to my business where these semi-private clients are. Maybe that would be the caveat for you to change your model. That was the, the caveat for us. I had the same exact, that is exactly the conversation why a good buddy of ours that's opening a gym, Tommy, his idea was let's go with the 80% being general gym access and the 20% being personal training. Well, when both cost per acquisition, right? You, you're going to spend money to acquire a client. If you, if we're going to even just a general gym access member, what is the value of that client to the business over X? Very minuscule versus the value of a personal training client or in that situation, a semi-private training client. When I broke down the numbers and then started comparing the ratio 
of value versus acquisition, mm -hmm. you're gonna be spending the work, doing the work and spending the money to acquire a client. Why not have that client be the most valuable service of your in your business, bar none, versus going for the lowest hanging fruit and trying to build the mass of your revenue from the the dimes rather than the quarters. And uh, when we broke that down and I gave him kind of some clarity on the math and how the path of least resistance and the greatest gain for his effort and all of that should be spent or could be spent in just a semi-private training route. Mm -hmm. He did, he pivoted his entire system. Good, good. And right. so, but it's reasons like this guys, you can work hard for the same dollar or you can make some decisions and go acquire four quarters instead of 10 dimes. Beautiful. Okay. The next kind of percentage you need to keep an eye on is month over month uh, growth or, or decay, I guess, if you're going down. So, over last month, what's the percentage growth? Over last year, same month, what's the percentage of growth? Um, and you should be trending upward. Obviously, each, each uh, you know, this is a gross revenue. You can do this on net profit as well. You should be growing the business each and every month. Now, I, granted, we all hit a big, you know, milestone in our business with COVID and, and you know, that that's just an off year. But now that you've kind of seen those numbers, maybe you start comparing it back from 2019 to 2022. We kind of got through the, the era of the, mm -hmm. of the pandemic and you could start comparing your numbers over 2019. That's what we've been doing. Mm -hmm. uh, Cause those two years are just a oh, weird variable. Year, yeah. Right. So month over month growth, year over year growth on the, on the gross revenue and, and the net profit. So you should be looking at those numbers. Uh, the next number you're gonna wanna keep an eye on is the cost per acquisition. Uh, we, we have a whole math of marketing um, course on this. If you wanna go check it out, what is it? Winninggym.com slash math. Yeah, free, it's a free training on this. Free That's training. Exactly what it is. Free training on the math of marketing, which goes into exactly what I was just talking about. Yep. Your acquisition versus your value of that client. So if you wanna learn that for free, winninggym.com slash math. Yep. So that's that's our CPA, our CPLs, our cost per lead. So you need to know how much you're spending to acquire a lead. How much uh, do you spend to acquire a client? What the average order value is of that client in the first 30 day window against your marketing spend. Again, that's all broken down really, really well in the math of marketing. So go check that out if you haven't uh, picked that up yet. Uh, winningjim.com slash math. Uh, the next number and, and really the only KPI that I focus on here at this gym is what we call the delta. The delta is the growth or decay of your monthly reoccurring revenue. Boom. It's inclusive of new sales. It's inclusive of cancellations. It's inclusive of upgrades or downgrades. It's inclusive of freezes. Uh, you know, and all of those combined give you the delta. The delta says, hey, this month, we grew the monthly reoccurring revenue by $4,283. So that means we can expect that to come in next month. And the next month you would do the same thing. And so if you wanted to focus on one KPI, one and one only, it would be the Delta in my opinion, mm -hmm. because once you grow the monthly reoccurring revenue to exceed the base operating expenses, that means before the month starts, you've already got all of your expenses covered. You could essentially not make a sale and still cover your expenses. That's a really good place to be in. Now, yeah. I don't recommend not making sales, but I'm just saying you have a healthier business when that monthly reoccurring revenue based on the Delta growth uh, every month 
exceeds your base operating expenses. Yeah, I mean, in, in, to break that down into like our layman's terms or like living situations, I mean, that situation is pay, living pay te- paycheck to paycheck. Sure. Like, which for most of us in a situation is an uncomfortable situation in, in, just to be in. So as a business owner, if you're at that, that's kind of like the, like the baseline, right? You should be exceeding that every month. And I love the fact that that's kind of the focus. Because if you're not if you're not at that position every month, you know that your struggle every single month is outselling what you have to go spend. You already have those expenses, mm-hmm. so get that get that monthly reoccurring to a point where your bills are paid month one or day one. Now your focus is growing that cush, growing that that delta, and seeing how far you can push the growth of this facility. Yep. That's a, that's and fun. The, and it's not nice stress. Thing, yeah. The nice thing is every dollar goes down to net profit. Exactly. exactly. And so, it's, it's not the stress of having to go pay the bills though. That's covered. That's now covered. we need to go have fun. Let's yeah. go grow. Hey, Tim Lance here. And I just want to give a quick shout out to everyone out there surviving the day-to-day chaos of the fitness business. You know, you're showing up every day and you got people counting on you. I know it's not easy, but you're doing it. So keep on going. But listen, if you feel like it's getting to be too much, and you wanted to get some support so you can get out of the struggle and get to, into real growth, then I highly recommend that you check out our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator program at winninggym.com slash grow. Go check it out, sign up, and let's get you on track for some easy wins and get back to growth mode. All right, once again, the link is winninggym.com slash grow. And now back to the show. Correct. Correct. Exactly. All right. Moving on to closing percentages and percentage of marketing. So how many uh, percentages uh, of total leads book appointments? That's going to be a number you want to keep an eye on. How many of those booked appointments show like as a percentage? I, mm-hmm. I booked 50, 10 showed. That's a 20% show rate, right? Like what's that show rate? And then from the show to convert it, how many people do you sit in front of? That's your closing percentage. So you're going to want to know each step of that, and when you find the broken link, address that that's where you situate. Yeah. yeah. If you're not getting any leads, you start with your marketing. But it, let's just say you're getting a ton of leads, but they're not booking. You would work on getting that nurture sequences and outbound calls to those said leads to get them to book. Yep. Maybe they're booking, but they don't show. What happens in between there? Maybe you're allowing them to book 10 days out, and by the time 10 days comes and they forgot they even had the appointment. I mean, there's a lot of little things that you can fix to increase that revenue or that closing percentage. Mm-hmm. Um, but but th- without knowing these numbers, the point is y- you don't have anything to look at. You don't know what to fix. And that's that right there. You know, that is a good left to right. There's multiple conversion opportunities in that process, right? Yep. And so if you, d- to Tim's point, if you don't know where that problem is in that whole system, you're going to throw the whole system out. And now you're working 10 times harder because you don't know what to work on. When you're clear with the data here, you have one exact area to go address. To focus on. You know what I mean? Like the communication, it's only a few text messages, few emails, and and maybe some, you know, interpersonal or like direct human uh, reach out at each of those spots. Change a couple of those things, test it. Let the data tell you, did that increase the conversion percentage or decrease the conversion percentage? Or did it say the same, right? Test, test, retest. Let the data tell you, you know, how well and how effective it is. Right. But that sys- that's a system in place that gives you exactly where in your business to go apply attention. Yep. And so if you, th- if you don't have those things, that's exactly why you, you struggle to increase the effectiveness when you don't, you, you can't. 
you're literally throwing things at the wall and hoping something sticks. You don't know how well something's working. So what what was the the saying? How to take the emotion out of is the data. As yeah, as, yeah, yeah data's emotionless, right? Emotionless, right? It's yeah. Just, it's just, this is the math. This is what's happening. What do you want to do about it? So so that's that's something that we focus on. Um, the next kind of number we look at would be revenue per client per month. So total revenue divided by total clients in a given month, that's your revenue per client. That's something you always want to increase, right? The only three ways to make more money is have one of those ways is to increase what your clients are spending. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you could do price raises, you could do uh, profit center stuff. You can sign people up at the higher uh, service, service levels sure. versus the lower. You, c- you can ascend them up into those. We, we, we coach it in a whole week and yeah. how to, how to increase the revenue per client. Yep. And that's, that's, uh, you know, obviously the higher, the better, it's better to have four quarters than 10 dimes. And to that point, and, and this is where, you know, I want to be clear, we teach systems and we teach ways of ascending somebody up into your highest price packaging in our coaching program. Now it's not done simply for the purpose of just making more money. Each time that happens, the client has to receive a opportunity to get a greater result. Meaning you're going from team training to semi-private, to getting a little bit more individualized attention, focus on the you know the actual results they're looking for, not just being in a hot, sweaty room with others. Mm-hmm. Or moving from semi to a one-on-one, right? Individualized attention at its max, highest value to the gym uh, per hour deliverable, per person maybe. Per person, yeah. <laughs> Another tricky situation that we could coach to. But uh, you know, in that situation, the client then obviously is receiving the most proprietary one-on-one individualized attention, yep. which in theory should give them the greatest opportunity for that result. For results, right? So when those two, two things happen simultaneously, winning situation. Winning situation, exactly. And so, and probably not the last thing you should be looking at, because we could probably do a, a two-hour episode on just what key, what numbers to look at. The last one I want to bring up is churn. Okay, so churn is the percentage of loss each month. And you could do a, a monthly churn, right? Mm-hmm. And you see this a lot in subscription services, which essentially is what a gym is. But you see this in software, like what's the churn percentage of your software, like stickiness and all this stuff. Obviously, you would love to keep all your clients every month. That's not realistic. So I'm going to give you a quick scale here to kind of know where your grade lives. Uh, you know, if you're a zero to 3% churn, meaning 3% of your base leaves every month, that's an A+. Plus. Yeah. It's an A+. Plus. Now, I've probably in business over 13 years, maybe had a handful, maybe 10 ever where I didn't lose a client in a month, right? Like it's just going to happen. People move, die, whatever it is, lose their job. Um, the more clients you have, the more unrealistic it is that you're going to ever have a zero. Okay. So if you can do 3% or under, yeah, high five, like that's a gold medal, in my opinion. You can't really beat that. Three to to 5%, three to 4% is an A, probably an A minus. Getting five to 6%, that's a B. So, okay, 5% of 100 clients is five clients, right? You're going to lose five clients. That means even at a B, you're going to lose, you have to recover those five clients before you can even grow. Yeah. So, this is a case in point for having less clients paying more money because you have less to, you know, basically replace every month to just break even, right? Mm-hmm. We, we have a whole episode. Yeah, on we this. just did a couple weeks ago. Um, seven to eight percent, you're in the C, C minus D range, and then eight percent plus, like you're, that's an F. Like yeah. if you're going eight, nine, ten percent in a month, that's a bad month for you. Mm-hmm. And I've had them. I've had 10, 12 percent 
uh, churns in a, in a given month. And that could be for a lot of reasons. It could be uh, maybe staff turnover. Staff turnover is the biggest one. Actually, there you go. Yeah, you lose a coach, yeah. you're going to see a high churn. Yeah. And it's just unfortunate part of this business. But yeah, so like things like that, that are just a one-off thing. Like you want to look at the average over the entire year. What did it kind of look at? And, and you know, this is one of those areas where there's, you know, like the zero to three. We, we can't stop somebody from moving or the occasional death, right? Like there are inevitable situations. That's the only time you interpret data, mm-hmm. right? You know what I mean? And then I'm not saying that you, you change or you deny those numbers. That's not what interpreting data is. Interpreting data means I'm not going to beat my team up this month because we didn't lose a client. He passed away, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? You're interpreting interpreting it to understand that data. If, if somebody leaves and takes... Uh, if a trainer leaves and takes a percentage of clients with them, that is data that's interpreted, but every one of those clients is yours to keep. Mm-hmm. That's the difference, right? Like you can, one of those situations can't change it. The other, which was 10 times more impact to the business is 100% in your control. Correct. And so, and it might be difficult. And again, I'm not saying that you're not going to lose anybody, but those are things, there are things in your control with staff turnover that you can mitigate, that you can, win over and and not let that become a an f that month so exactly and one probably the biggest takeaway when you're starting to see this churn in fact you should do it for every exit like every exit of your business you need to know why exits the real the like an exit poll an exit meeting and you know like you could even send them a questionnaire like Mm -hmm. one of these five things what are the things that the reason you you left um and it could be as simple as you know financial it could be any of these things what are they um, you got to get to the real answer because a lot of times they're not going to tell you the real answer. Um, and so you need to have that open, honest conversation because without knowing that data, you can't fix that. And that's the whole point of this episode is to know what to fix in your business, know what numbers to look at in order to make those decisions yep. and make your decisions around data, not feelings, gut, you know, I have a gut feeling that we should, um, you know, put a squat hack squat machine in this gym. I have a gut feeling that clients are going to love it because one person wants it. Yeah, somebody mentioned it. Yeah, so again, guys, this is not an exhaustive list. This is just kind of some some nuts and bolts. And if you listen to all of these and you're like, I know exactly what those numbers are in your business, high five to you. Absolutely. High five to you. If you don't know any of them, hey, we got some work to do. If some of them were a little obscure, like, oh, I haven't really thought about that. Well, that's just kind of your little kick to like, hey, let's go get this numbers and we'll start tracking them month over month over month over year over quarter. And then you know how your business is doing. And then you also know what to fix in your business. Yeah. And, you know, I understand there's a million different things that we could go do to grow the business or to what we're told can grow, go grow the business. Like, you know, the branding stuff, that's real fun. Go create content and do all that stuff. Go, you know, buy another lead generation agency play. play. Like all of those things are great guys. But if you can't stand on this, your business doesn't have legs. It doesn't have the foundation it needs. All of those are supplemental. If you can't answer these, get clear on these. And then all of that other stuff makes more sense to you. Now, all of that other stuff is paying you back in ways that you're confident, you're sure, you're not throwing money at a marketing agency and hoping or wondering what is done for your business at the end of it. Clarity, I mean, this is this is the reason that we offer this and not an agency grow, you know, growth model anymore, because this is what's gonna build like sustainable long-term uh, fitness businesses more than anything else we've ever come across. Yeah. So. In fact, in the call yesterday with a decade call mm-hmm. with our newest client, um, 
we I said we cannot run marketing yet. Yeah. We just would not be in our best interest to do that. And here's why. Boom, boom, boom. We got to fix all these things. We got a lot to fix, right? Oh, yeah. And he understood and he's excited. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, the first thing he wanted to do was get leads. But, I, you know, it's just, it's you send leads into a broken foundation. The cracks get worse. The business is worse. And you just, uh, people well, leave. I, I have this. I'm glad. That's great. Great conversation. I bring this up almost every single coaching call because when some, that's the first thing everybody gets on the phone with. They all want leads. We want to make money now. Well, but the business is not where it needs to be in order to take your warmest traffic. People who are the closest from purchasing you right now, if I turn on marketing, those are the people that are coming in the doors first. Yep. Okay, so the easiest wins we have. If we're gonna go after them, we're gonna bring all of them into your business. We're gonna bring all of those people in your business. That's what's gonna happen. But then once we do that, you decide, oh, oh hell, I'm gonna raise all my rates. Oh hell, I need to change the actual service that I'm bringing to the table. Or, you know, whatever, maybe the frequencies of trainings or your schedule or your training staff. There are a million different things that we're going to change or could change. If we put all those people in your business and then go and address those changes, how many of those people are staying in your business? But now what have you done? Now we went through all of the people that were already closest to you, willing to give you money. Burned them. And we burned all those relationships. So now we're going after maybe lukewarm traffic, maybe probably cold traffic to try and drum up interest into your business. And we want to call, you know, we're going to try and do that and try and call that a win. How about we go the intelligent way about it? We fix the holes, we tune up the engines, and then we put people in the boat. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. So it's a smart way of going about it, guys. But yeah, and it, and it's sometimes it's difficult to have those conversations because gym owners, uh, you know, you want the leads now, and and it sucks sometimes that you have to kind of realize there's a lot of things we got to fix. But you're way better off doing it this way than the opposite. Just like Randy said, you're going to burn all those relationships, and it's I've seen it happen. I've well, we could. I, I mean, go to the CLV. You want to you want to have somebody who's going to pay you two hundred fifty dollars this month, or do you want to have somebody who's going to pay you two hundred fifty dollars for six years? Yeah, every month, right? Like that's the difference. We can do that today. I can get you the sale for this month, but that person's not going to stay here because you don't your business isn't where it needs to be to keep right. that person. Exactly, so. great points. Yep, all great points. Hopefully, you heard this loud and clear. Hopefully, that helped you. Hopefully, you, you've decided to you know what take take control of this. Uh, now that you do know some of this information, it's your responsibility to go get this info, get it in front of you, look at it month after month. Get with your CPA or your bookkeeper and make sure you get those reports. Get into your membership management software. Look at the churn. Look at the member revenue per member and all that good stuff. Hopefully, this helps. You're probably going to want to listen to this one a couple times. Until next episode, guys, keep changing lives. We'll see you on the next show. Bye. All right. And thank you for listening to that episode of the Built to Grow podcast, where we help gym owners win. Now, do you want to connect with me and other gym owners online? All you need to do is join our private Facebook group, Business Talk with Fitness Professionals. Just head on over to Facebook and type in Business Talk with Fitness Professionals. And when you do, we're going to give you our 10 marketing strategies, seven-figure gym owners use to win. I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Until then, keep building something great.